Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Nerd Bench Podcast. And guess what? I got guests! Woo! You got guests? <laughs> Let's go! This Woo! is gonna be awesome! <laughs> Daryl, you gotta switch seats because it's a tight shot here, baby. Yeah. Over. All right, all right, all right. You're number three. Okay. Put your headphones. Put your headphones on. I gotta introduce <laughs> you guys, ladies and gentlemen. These are two guests that I would like to bring on. One, the man who knows everything, a man in the Sentinel community that has the bar scene locked down. Ladies and gentlemen, Darrow Beachavani. Beach. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Salute. And to his left. A good man who I often converse a lot about pro wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, give it to him. The man, so good, they named him twice and put two letters together. Give it to <laughs> RJ Soto. <laughs> so, gentlemen, welcome to, welcome to my show. How awesome is this? Yes, yes. In the back, we have two other great people. I want you guys to stand. My good friend, actor, improv actress, great person all around, killer of all things evil in this world. Ladies and gentlemen, Susie Zeiser. And, ladies and gentlemen, my friend who had her first ever encounter with witnessing a pro wrestling match on the Chris Jericho cruise, my good friend, Mandy Lang. So, we're going to get to it right now, ladies and gentlemen, right now, wrestling. It's my first topic of the episode number two, and I want to get right into it right now. RJ, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, bro. Tell me what made you feel great about it. Uh, I have to say both Royal Rumbles were absolutely fantastic. Yes. Um, I actually did call that my good boy Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. Love him forever. Mm -hmm. He's got to finish the story. Mm -hmm. Was definitely going to take it. I didn't expect it to actually win it, to be <laughs> yeah. honest, because mm -hmm. who goes back to back? It was only Stone yeah. Cold, yep. as far as I was the latest person to do it. Yep. So uh, when he won, I was shocked and super happy. Then Monday came, the you know, Monday after. <laughs> Feelings uh, deflated. With things going down, with people coming back. Yeah. And, you know, now we yeah. don't know. Where the story is going to go? Is he going to go with Seth? Is he going to yep. go with Roman Reigns, or is The Rock going to maybe do something even crazier and maybe have a three-way? Maybe yep. be Cody Rhodes against The Rock against Roman Reigns. So we'll have to see where things take us. So, and the female Royal Rumble yep. is also fantastic as well. Bailey yes. taking it. Bailey taking it. And uh, I I knew that once he, she took it, we were going to have some issues with her faction. Yep. And as we saw, they used. Japanese yes. is the reason for Speaking Japanese, falling apart. You didn't know I spoke <laughs> Japanese, did you? <laughs> I loved it. I lo it was a great little swing on the whole entire thing. Me personally, I got to admit, I was wrong. I thought Punk was going to win it. Main reason why was, now this is in my head that I thought things were going to go. One, I thought Cody was going to lose to Punk. And I was close. I was really right this close. Too. And I made a prediction last year that Cody was going to lose, go to the chamber, and win. Because I feel like that's the better story because now he has adversity. He lost to Brock the next night, went to the whole entire thing. Now, I'm not surprised about the whole entire, you know, uh, not finishing the story, if you will, because it's another adversity in front of Cody's face. <sighs> My thing is this. And again, we don't talk about what's happening behind the scenes. We like to talk about here the possibilities. That's what I really want to say this is all about because... I don't like ruining things, but we can speculate, and I think that's a fair thing to do, like everyone else is doing. Um, I don't want to sit there. First of all, I want to denounce all these people that are doing the stupidest things on the internet. They're sending death threats to The Rock's daughter. If you're if you're doing that, you're a horrible person, and you you need to have your internet taken away, okay? Because you need to get in touch with reality and realize. I mean, granted, I said this before, wrestling fans are jerks. 
All right? They used to try and kill wrestlers. I don't know if you guys actually and knew they're this. Passion. That's passionate. they're passionate. It is passionate, 100%. But when you go to that level about making death threats to someone's family, like his daughter, yeah, just go punch yourself in the face a couple times until you like, you know, you realize what reality should be. Um, I do believe in people disagreeing. I, I, I didn't get what I wanted, and I understand that, and I'm looking at the story as they're telling us. And Cody, I got to admit, though, I don't understand why Cody won the Royal Rumble. If this was the whole thing about The Rock, and The Rock is like, because I'm hearing from people that like The Rock is like pitching this and all this other stuff. Like someone brought up to me, I, I hate talking about this stuff, but The Rock was like, oh, it's in my contract. Someone said some crazy stuff like that that I heard. And I was like, that makes, why, why would Cody even be winning the Royal Rumble at this point? Because if that's the point, why didn't The Rock win the Rumble? And then Cody go to the chamber, Cody go to the chamber, you could have had him beat everybody, not everybody, but obviously Brock's not in it anymore for obvious reasons, which we're not going to get into here. Uh, but you could have had Cody, AJ. Uh, you could have had, uh, who else? Um, uh, Orton. You could have had a couple of new guys come up, you know, get a good shine with these guys, get rubbed in there, you know? And the chamber could have been awesome. The chamber could have been, is Cody going to finish the story? It would have been a little, little bit of a leeway. Yeah, Cody's going to win or something like that. But at the same time, Cody looks like a fighter. Cody's not just get, when I have to admit, the one thing that put a really bad taste in my mouth about all this was Cody um, giving up the Royal Rumble spot without a fight. Should The Rock have won the Rumble? Maybe, because if that was the case. Or The Rock could have tossed out Cody earlier in the thing, or someone could have tossed out Cody earlier in the thing. Cody said, I let you guys down, comes out the next night. I failed to finish the story, blah, 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 but I have another shot. I'm going to compete for the chamber. And this is what I want to do because I need to fight for this. And I failed. And the only way for me to get redemption is to go in the chamber and win. I'm going to go through hell. And everyone sits there and Cody gets that good moment, you know? And that, that's what I thought, or I still think this should go. Does the triple threat make sense? Yeah. I think, I think that's the way they're going to have to go yeah. now. Because but, people are saying, the rock sucks. You heard the chant yeah. last night. I mean, at, when did, when was, you never hear anyone say I know. that like that. 97, 98 yeah, was last time. Rocky was, sucks. Well, back when he came back and doing the right. whole rock yeah, singing yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, it was like, this, is, this isn't gimmick heat. This is people going, get lost. And people wanted rock and Roman for a, for a while. Like, I mean, you, you heard it. You see it. You see it, People, oh, you know, rock and Roman, rock and Roman. I just feel like uh, this is the wrong time. I, me personally, I think, but I, I think it's the right way of doing it, but the wrong execution. Yeah, well, the right thing, but the wrong execution, if that makes sense. You know, actually, Darryl, switch out with Mandy, because I want to talk to Mandy about some stuff, too. I'm sorry. Right. Mandy, get over here. Get over here. Everyone, Mandy, Mandy! Because Mandy got to see firsthand the fun Obviously, the t-shirt, as you can tell. Yes. Yes, the Jericho Cruise. She was my... Good friend who I invited to come down. We went to Casamo, Mexico. It was a great time. And, and I am so happy that exactly. you talked me into This it. was your first ever <laughs> wrestling match you ever, ever seen. Ever? Ever? Yes. Ever. ever. Isn't it crazy? Ever. This is never the power. Won, never smacked down. Never watched anything. So obviously, oh, yeah. this is going to be a turnover. Exactly. Start going to shows. Exactly. See, this is how we this is how we bring people into our lives, you know. And I always said, I, I say this all the time: bring your friends to an independent wrestling show, and they'll have a great time. Obviously, uh, the Jericho Cruise is not an independent thing. It's a big production. It's a beautiful thing uh, that Chris Jericho put together for the past couple of years, and it is amazing. Um, I'm going to have some guests on next time to talk about the Jericho Cruise, but I just want to get Manny's perspective because we were talking about pro wrestling and passion and everything. 
Mandy, this made you want to see pro wrestling, correct? Absolutely. It's an entertainment business, obviously. Yeah. You know, not everyone is into it, and I get that. I mean, I was never into it. Mm-hmm. I watched, like, you know, the older stuff, yeah. like Hulk Hogan was here yeah. around, you know, but there was a lot of wrestlers that I did not know. I yeah. did not know a lot. But it was fun, and it was a really great atmosphere. Well, you you enjoyed the... I was the, into it. Exactly. Was I not into exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> well, I want to say, like, tell me what is it like when we were standing by the, the, by the it's ring. It's just like the, the, the energy. Yes. Everybody is there for the same reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody. It was great. I met so many people from... I mean, the age range was from little kids to... 90 year olds. How, how old is Jer- uh, Chris Jericho's father? Chris Jericho's father is awesome, by the way. He's Ted really Irving, old. we love you here. Uh, <laughs> and I got a picture with him. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. Uh, we got to talk to Hacksaw Jim Duggan yes. for a little bit. He's a great guy. Uh, very humble. Very, hum- very sweet gentleman who's. Uh, who's beaten a lot of health problems and has yeah. never, 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 never uh, lost hope or kindness in his heart. I want to s- say that right now because he literally like just talked to us for a good 10 minutes. Yeah. And uh, we're in the Jericho video for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was the, really great. What did you feel about like after that first night where we watched wrestling, we were by the ring? How did you, how did, what was your takeaway? What were you feeling per se? I mean, I felt it in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> in my soul. <laughs> It reached the depths. I love it. It was so much fun. Who was your, who was your favorite wrestler that you saw? So, I mean, I was fangirling over the guns, but... The know. guns are awesome. Austin and uh, his brother are oh, amazing. I was so excited to... Oh, yes. And Colton, yes, yeah, they're yes, amazing. Colton, yeah. yes, I do love you. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I remember you were actually like... It was funny because we went to go swimming with the dolphins for a little bit, yeah, and fun. next to us was uh, Nick Wayne, uh, Sky Blue, the Guns. And I was like, I wish I, I could be. I, I was like, Sky Blue. I, I think that's them next to us. Yeah, and she <laughs> and she was literally like, oh my god, because she just saw them wrestling like one time and was literally like, oh like, my god, like, like, like they're, right, they're right there, they're right there, like fangirling. It was it was so awesome to see that like, and it, it was awesome to see that from somebody who hasn't watched pro wrestling, and um, it, it's awesome because. Because I love sharing that passion with people, and th- that's what I wanted. I really, ideally, wanted you to have a good time. I know yeah, Mexico I was my ideal pitch, but <laughs> I wanted you. I was like, "Yeah, let's get wasted." Amazing. I barely drank. Exactly. That's what everyone does drink. on the Joker cruise. There's so much stuff to do that you can go uh, go to signings. You have the AW yeah, Legends yeah, meeting. Yeah. Uh, you have the AW uh, Legends. I'm not. I'm sorry. The, the Legends meeting, and then you have the AW wrestlers meetings. You have uh, autograph signings. You have yeah, uh, the comedy so shows. The comedy shows were amazing. Yeah. What do you think about the comedy show? I think I only went to. I think I only went to. No, I went you, to two. You went to two. two. Out of four nights. Yeah, two out of four who's nights. Like, who's the guy um, with like the flannel shirt? The first night. Oh, that was. I can't remember his name. I feel so horrible. I forgot yeah, his name. He was a wrestler. Yeah, he was a wrestler. Um. Wait, the first night. I don't think I was with you the first night. Who was it? No, we were all sitting together on the left-hand side. Oh, uh, not not Brad Williams. Brad Williams is the, the shorter gentleman who's a comedian. Oh, man, I don't remember his name. At yeah, the but he was funny. He was funny, yeah. Uh, the second night, uh, <laughs> the improv show. You were there for that I one, right? I wasn't there for that. Oh, you, that's what I missed. Yeah, time. that's right. You missed the improv show because you and uh, Siobhan went to go have dinner. Let me say, uh, the people that put it together the uh, improv show was absolutely uh, amazing. Bradley Williams? No, not Brad Williams. It was... Uh, no, Brad Williams did the regular stand-up. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it, okay, there was someone different. Yeah. So the, the if you ever get a chance, trust me, to say go see it. The art, the the stuff that they put together was amazing. It was uh, all improv. You had guys like John Morrison, his wife, uh, Tyler Valkyrie, uh, Harley was there. Uh, 
Prince Nana was there. Nana. Prince Nana was awesome. Yo, Prince Nana is is hysterical. I, I love him to death. He's he he, he made the cruise like kept the, the whole yeah. audience. I mean, everybody. Was everybody, dancing, everybody. Everybody was dancing because of Prince Nana. Like he he million dollars that guy yeah he's such a great guy he's so funny like naturally you can't even like just rehearse you know so um right now we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna mention our sponsors uh yeah that's right i got people to pay for this we got sponsors sponsors on my second show we did it it. moving on up we got there two sponsorship ladies and gentlemen here we are a word from our sponsor swa wrestling SWA Wrestling is back with Double Trouble on Friday, March 8th. Double Trouble for Chris Kane as he defends both his Pride Heavyweight Championship and the Adrenaline Championship in a two-falls triple threat match. Tickets are on sale now at SuffolkWrestlingAlliance.com. So we're back. Uh, <laughs> another time, another time. March 8th, SWA, NYWC Sportatorium. It's going to be a great show. Double trouble. Check it out. Uh, now, back to what we were saying about the Jericho Cruise. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, next year, uh, do you think you're, you're going to see yourself going? Well, pre-sale is already, like, out. I know. Tomorrow's, yeah. like, the last day, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So I would say jump on that. If you're thinking so, about going yes, to Jericho Cruise. I am definitely going next year. We got one! Go. <laughs> it was really fun. It really was. RJ, you're going to come next year? Maybe. We'll see. Ooh. I have to get my passport first. Get your passport. Well, wait, so what? Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Tell them what happened to you. So Uh-oh. I packed an hour before we left. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find my passport. Yeah. Couldn't find my passport. Okay. I'm, I'm texting my like, oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to make this cruise right now. Yeah. Luckily, because we were leaving and coming back from the same U.S. port. I yep. was able to bring my birth certificate. Yep. Birth certificate. Remember I that. I locked out. You have yeah. no idea. I was like, to know. am I allowed to curse? No, okay. don't. Please <laughs> don't. I'm trying to keep this YouTube okay. thing going. I'm trying to keep she it on Spotify. I'm on, I'm on Spotify, by the way. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music. I'm on everything. So if you're watching this, thank you so much. Please subscribe. I forgot to mention that. Please prescri- please subscribe to this. I need followers. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get up there in this world of this podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Um, but yeah, so uh, honestly, like if you ever go on a cruise, remember you can bring your birth certificate if you know where that is because some people don't. But get your always always get your passport because trust me when I say this, you don't want to be that person packing an hour prior going, "Oh crap, I may not be able to make it." Yeah, it's super easy to get. Go to your po- local post office and they'll set you up. So yeah, RJ, I'm telling you right now, you missed it, bro. It was so much fun. I can imagine. Yeah, watching watching the Dudleys by the way, watching the Dudleys come out and give the 3D. Oh, man, that was beautiful, especially after Devon had some uh, health scares in the past. It was beautiful to see. He was doing his podcast, which I love to death, uh, Busted Open Radio. Uh, we also met Devon in yeah. an elevator. <laughs> well, you were there for that, not me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I met, yeah, it was yeah. great. He's like, he's like, yeah, I just had, you know, a newborn baby. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats. That's awesome. It was just very, very nice, very, yeah. very humble. And it's awesome seeing uh, on the Jericho Cruise, which is a experience you don't get on your own. Chris and Issa pay me for this because I'm like really just like <laughs> amping this up more than anything I that know. I should. Uh, you get to run into wrestlers in their natural habitat, which great. is the cruise. Really and you see them in elevators. You see them at the food place. Don't bother them, okay? If they're eating and having a good time, don't like jump on their table and sit there and ask for an autograph. Yeah. Wait till they finish eating, you know? Like, let the, you know, just give a little let wave or something like live. that. Yeah. Let, let, them, let them have their happiness, you know? They're human uh, too. They're yeah. 
human too. Exactly. Always be respectful for wrestlers in their private lives and everything. I always encourage that. Uh, Don't just run up on somebody because you might scare the living crap out of them. Uh, But yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, Another good thing that they did was uh, my friend Jerry. He actually renewed his vows, which is a beautiful thing. Him and his beautiful wife Nicole. Chris Jericho did in the middle of the crowd. my good friend Rich, uh, Boat Ric Flair, as we call him in certain circles. <laughs> he came to dressed out as Ric Flair every single time, every cruise. He's a great guy, uh, him and his wife. And there were some other people I did not know personally. I want to say congratulations on your vows and your renewment of them. It was actually beautiful just to watch it. Um, but yeah, so, so much stuff we could talk about too. So the whole thing. Now, <laughs> another thing. Also, can we, can we talk about... Chris Jericho and the Big Show. <laughs> oh, Chris Jericho and the Big Show was awesome. Jericho Show, yeah. <laughs> so, at the very end, where they, I don't know the correct. The main event. The main event at the The main event of the boat. <laughs> it was they, the last match of the boat, and they where actually they threw them onto the table. Yeah. What's the What's the correct wrestling term? Uh, Devon and. Uh, Bubba uh, gave uh, one of the wrestlers a uh, 3D through the table, one of their patented moves, Dudley, uh, Deadly Dudley Device. Uh, Dudley Death Drop. Jeez. Deadly Death Drop. Deadly Death Drop. I was like, wait, sorry. I forget. Like, what am I allowed to use? Which trademarked? I don't know. So, yeah. So, I got a piece of that table. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. You little sneak. I got a piece of that table. How did you get a piece? So, what happens is that uh, Bubba actually does this at shows. They'll put somebody through a table, and what they'll do is they give out a piece of the table for people to to keep as nostalgia. Yep. And what happens is they gave it out to a small oh, I child. I didn't know. I didn't oh, you part. little. <laughs> I see what's happening. She's trying to get back on the show. Like, I'll bring the piece to the table. Next time we Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot. Oh, man, you little sneak. I did not know that. Oh, so how, how'd you get it? Tell me the story. Uh, one of my fr- friends, Richie, you met Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to work for them, like doing like the backstage. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they were uh, short. Manpower. Oh, so he was helping them out at the very, very end, and he just grabbed a huge piece oh. and brought it to, to his room. And when I was hanging out with him later on, I was like, "Thievery! Is, is that a piece of the table? By any means <laughs> necessary. <laughs> Technically, Bubba didn't give it to you, but hey, you know what? No, shh, yeah. shh, we'll never tell. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just on a radio show. Hey, yeah, guys, I stole something, <laughs> by the way. I like to point this out. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, it was going to be garbage anyway. Right? Yeah, so. man, that's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great times. Oh, so let's go back to actual pro wrestling. Like, I want to get your opinion on some stuff. Seth. Seth Rollins. Seth, Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about him at Mania now? Because now, obviously, Punk is out. And did you watch Raw last night? I did not get a chance to watch it. Okay. But so, I saw what, some of the things that happened. Yeah. So basically, uh, Braveheart and freaking uh, what's it called? Came Mac- out. McIntyre. Yeah, McIntyre came out. Drew McIntyre came out. And he basically said, yo, go for Rollins. Because, you know, he wants Seth. So now Seth has an opponent. And that makes sense. Like, I think that was good. Hey, listen. Phew, switch up ever since, you know, Punk tore his uh, tricep. Which is, I mean. Phew. Hey, Punk, if you're watching, hope you get better. Uh, really. Because, I mean, that's. Love him. Hate him. I know what people say about him in AEW and all that stuff, you know. But I will say this. It's heartbreaking to watch somebody lose the part of their dream that they wanted to work so hard for. And you could see the glimmer in his eyes that in, and in the promos that he was shooting, he was passionate about this, about going to WrestleMania. And I want to say it's really, 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 really heartbreaking to see anybody get that stolen away from them, especially by injury. 
I mean, that's you, you can't control that, you know, because um, he got hurt. I'm sorry, where's the camera? That, 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 that. <laughs> yeah, so there's so many cameras, I don't know what to do. So, yeah, I want to say, like, it, it, it's heartbreaking to watch anybody's dreams get taken away from them, and it's it sucks because now you have uh, Seth without an opponent. You have Roman and The Rock. I think that was kind of a thing where it kind of got, like, a little bit crazy. Do I think, going back to the whole Cody thing, do I think – Cody could have beaten Seth and gone into Mania? Maybe. Because now The Rock versus what's it called? You could have sat there and had him win the belt from Seth. Seth now has McIntyre. McIntyre and Seth are off to the side for their own little thing. McIntyre cost Seth the title, hypothetically, you know, in a magical little world. And now you have Cody going, hey, listen, me finishing the story is winning everything. And then he takes both belts. Yeah, he did that SummerSlam. Exactly. That'd be a great See, that's the thing. Event. I think it, it, SummerSlam is great. Don't get me wrong. It's one of the big four pay-per-views that I've always said are the WrestleMania, SummerSlam, uh, Survivor Series, and Royal Rumble have always been the big four. Five with the uh, with the King of the Ring, you know? Uh, but I'll tell you this much right now. Honestly, oh, man, you could have had the Elimination Chamber... Cody beats Seth. Seth goes into Mania, gets both belts. That's the story. The biggest story possible, you know? Rock could have hit Roman. Cody comes in, hits Rock, kick, takes him out. Roman's dazed. Solo tries doing something. Somebody else comes out and does something. He takes out Solo, finally, because, you know, he's like... I always feel like Solo is Roman's, like, finishing move. <laughs> has, has Roman actually won a match clean? No. No, I think so, right? and that's the thing. It's yeah, beautiful because like people are like, I'm so tired of him cheating. Like you should be, you should be tired <laughs> of this guy cheating because he cheats all the time. That's what heels do. You know, like people, it, it's perfect. So, uh, what else? What else is going on in wrestling right now? Uh, AEW is a beautiful little place right now. It is. What do you think about our current world champ, Samoa Joe? I think he's doing a great job as usual. Mm -hmm. um, I do miss my MJF though. Yeah. You know, MJF, uh, Maxwell, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah. He was just a great heel. Mm -hmm. He was just a great performer all in all. But I love Samoa Joe as well. Hopefully he can stay healthy because we know he's had some health issues as yeah. well. And as long as he does, I think he's going to have a great reign in awesome. AEW as well. Awesome. Mandy, if I said, are you going to watch another wrestling show and I gave you a date, would you watch it? If you come with me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean on television. In front of, in front of your house. Uh, wait, on TV? Yeah. You, you, have, you have like, you know, what, Verizon? You have uh, Spectrum? What cable no. company? I'm, I'm poor. Oh, okay. You don't need I, that. I, 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 I so, spot channel everything. Yes, yeah, channel five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you some stuff to watch, and we're going to bring you back here on another day. We're going to ask you to watch some wrestling, and I want to get your input on it because it's. Okay. I feel like I feel like I like getting people's input who don't really watch stuff, and then going, "Hey, watch this." It's like, "Ooh, this is entertaining," you know. Or, "Ooh, I didn't like this," you know. Like I like that natural uh, critique. Of pro wrestling from people that don't watch it. So, shout out to my beautiful wife who uh, in who's, in, who's in the background. Yeah, we love you. The, mo the mother of cats, Gabby Segarra. <laughs> oh, isn't she trying to win some competition? Oh, that's right. Uh, if you go on our uh, the da da the Nerd Badge podcast, I'm going to put up the links that she makes me put up all the time for our cats because our cats are in this stupid pet thing. It's it's hysterical. I get told every day, vote for Squishy, vote for Rocket, and we have to vote for them in order to get like $10,000 or something like that. So I'm going to put up the links on our all of our socials, all of our Twitters and everything, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. So uh, what else was I going to say about pro wrestling? Oh, um, so Mania. I, I like getting people's predictions. Like up till Mania, I'm going to have all these guests on, and my wrestling friends who watch it, I'm going to ask them certain things about. Uh, I have people who obviously, once again, cannot make it today, but. Um, boo. 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 Boo.
Work is overrated. Work is overrated. But I'm going to have people on. I'm going to ask them for their predictions for WrestleMania of uh, not just things that may happen, but uh, things that they see possibly happening. So, RJ, give me your predictions for Mania, the big three. Uh, big three predictions I'm going to give. I'm going to say Cody Rhodes finishes the story. How so? The question of the day is which belt he's going to oh, finish. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Because I can still see him taking on Seth, yeah. taking that title. And then going to SummerSlam to unite the belts. Yeah. And then totally finishing the story. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm leaning to, unless they end up going with the triple threat match. Yeah. Because of how much of uh, the fan reaction has been against The Rock. Yeah. Which I don't think anyone saw. I think so they I know, were trying it's on, to clean things out. It's on like TMZ and everything like that. I like to point this out because it's crazy how big this has gotten. It's on like the major news networks and everything. People are talking about how bad The Rock's reaction is. It's like the most uh, disliked video on YouTube wow. ever. Yeah. They have, they have like, like, what is it, like 200,000 dislikes. Yes. It's crazy. And it has like 100,000 likes or something like that. It's up there, but the dislikes are just ridiculous. It's, it's up there. So uh, I feel like that's making major news right now, which yep. is, I hate saying it. I think that's the move. I think that was the move the whole entire time. Negative press is press. So whatever you want to get. Still brings in the audience. Exactly. And yeah. people are going to watch now. I feel like. One, this is going to bring in people behind Cody even more. And even if The Rock, I don't think The Rock is going to win because I don't think The Rock is going to make it to SummerSlam. I think, I, I just don't think that's the viable thing because, I mean, me personally, I wouldn't have The Rock win. I would have Roman win, obviously. And um, if The Rock does win, I don't know, maybe Solo gets taken out by Cody, then Cody beats The Rock. But it's it, put the, putting the belt on Rock is like the same thing as putting it on my boy, Maverick. Unless we have a major heel turn for The Rock. Exactly. And he joins the, fam like the small yeah, family Yeah, exactly. Right there and becomes one of them, too. Yeah, but I don't know. That, that, what's the story in there, then? What's going to happen? The Rock's going to come out every week and kiss Roman's ass? That's true, too. You know? Like, but that could be a cool little turn for the WrestleMania. Yeah. And then, and then he, or before WrestleMania. Yeah. And then you have Rhodes have to fight yeah. all of them now. But now, if, if Rhodes is going to fight Roman and Co and uh, Rock, it's it would have to be United Front. Yeah. So it would have to be The Rock out of the main event, not in the main event, trying to beat Roman. Because right. now that's that conflict of The Rock going for the belt because he's like, I'm going to be ahead of the table. One theory that I heard, and I find this to be a little crazy, is the fact that people think that it's not going to be for the title. It's going to be for the head of the table. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. If The Rock's performing... It's for a belt. Yeah, absolutely. He's not going to be I don't, I, That makes no sense to me. Because he's on the board now. And I think, do you take that away from Roman? Do you think that hurts or helps Roman? Because now he could sit there and be like, it's him by himself versus Cody. Mm. Mm, that's an idea. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he beats Roman, if it is for the belt, he just takes the belt. Like, he could be, maybe, I don't know. There's so many scenarios that you can go down. But I feel like down the road maybe he he fights him for SummerSlam maybe SummerSlam is Rock versus Roman now for the head of the table and Rock steps out of Mania again this is all speculation, all speculation this right is now. this yeah. is what we're all just talking out of our butts here right now but uh yeah so i feel like that would be a thing where Roman goes and uh fights him for the uh head of the table i think that's a great SummerSlam attraction right. you know that's why i thought like maybe Cody beats him at Mania Roman Blames The Rock. The Rock gets involved, beats up Solo. Solo gets taken out. Roman, oh my God. It's class, you know, uh, everyone's favorite finisher, the schoolboy. One, two, three. <laughs> oh! You know, so. All right. We're going to take another break. Talk about our favorite sponsor, SWA Wrestling Double Trouble on March 8th. And here's the advertisement. 
NWA Wrestling is back with Double Trouble on Friday, March 8th. Double Trouble for Chris Caden as he defends both his Pride Heavyweight Championship and the Adrenaline Championship in a two-falls, triple-threat match. Tickets are on sale now at SuffolkWrestlingAlliance.com. And we're back! <laughs> beautiful show, beautiful place. If you've ever been to the NYWC Sportatorium, uh, you guys have to check it out. It's a great place. I love it to death. It's one of my favorite places to wrestle. The fans in Long Island and Deer Park are some of the most passionate fans on the independent scene. You cannot beat it. Uh, great company. It's been around for a while. Produced great stars uh, out of NYWC itself. Uh, New York Wrestling Connection. Beautiful place. Uh, so, so now, we're going to bring on my other guests. Ladies and gentlemen, Mandy, Mandy, get out of here, RJ, you can stay. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't turn out. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest, we met her before. She's wearing the uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Michael J. Fox uh, Air yeah. shoes, apparently. I love it. With her sparkly little dress, ladies and gentlemen, Susie Sicer. Put the headphones on. Put the headphones on. And remember, talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. And my next guest, remember, we told him early before, I gave him a little introduction, my good friend, Darrow Beach. Now, I gave you two homework, but Susie's a fill-in. So, uh, remember, what, I, 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 what we're going to talk about right now is, is something that's really near and dear to my heart, is really good movies that get a bad rap and really bad movies that should get a bad rap. We're going to talk about video game movies. <laughs> video game movies. Now, if you guys did your homework, remember, this isn't like, we're not going to ask people questions on this. I'm just going to talk about this topic. See, the movies that came out today, uh, the, these days have been either really good or really bad. And I feel like history has repeated itself. You have uh, the reversal, if you will, like the new Super Mario movie, the cartoon, right? Amazing. It, yeah. it was, it, talk it to the microphone like I told you. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm walking there, you there you go. So yeah, it was, it was an amazing movie. I feel like they hit all the nostalgia, even the little tiny Easter eggs of the buildings and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh, I feel like... This, the original Super Mario movie back in 1994? 93. 93, 93, right? <sighs> Such high hopes. And as a child, I was maybe about like 11 years old when that came out, right? How old were you when that came out? Uh, six. Uh, good, good. How old are you? You're old. <laughs> yeah. I was still learning English, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us, tell us, Susie, where you're from. So I am, my family's from the Ukraine. I am first-generation Americans. I speak Russian fluently. Um, I almost got left back in yeah, second yeah. grade because I couldn't spell my name. I couldn't Russian. Yes. <laughs> I could not in English. Um, and Nintendo kind of saved my world because it didn't have a lot of friends because mm -hmm. I couldn't speak with anyone. I couldn't communicate. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, I played a lot of video games. And, um, oh, man, John Leguizamo became my biggest crush <laughs> yeah. real quick. Real um, quick. <laughs> there's so many people that say that, too, like John Leguizamo. And let's point this out right now. John Leguizamo is... Espanol. <laughs> and he played an Italian, which is funny. And uh, Bob Hopkins, who played Mario, was actually British. So here you have two people playing Italian characters from Japan. I like to point that out. Let's just, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in the world. It's like, this guy's this, but he's playing this, but he's playing this, but he's this. So it's awesome. And I think that was the same year that Roger, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out, right? It was around the same time yes, period. Yeah. So Bob Hopkins was rolling at this time, and he took that script. 
Also fantastic movie. Yes. Oh, God. That movie's great. Classic. That's amazing. So my favorite thing about that whole entire movie is um, two things. One, they just... First of all, the, the cartoon. People don't realize if you watch both movies side by side, they actually took a lot of parallels from that movie. They both get lost in a sewer, then they find another dimension, yeah. and then they go into it, they fight, and then they come into the real world, and they fight it like, you know, in uh, in New York, and then they go back to the original. Oh, they actually don't go back to the original world. They go, whatever. But uh, it's a great movie that, uh, again, the cartoon, and I, if you ever watched it, you missed out. It is nostalgia fuel, you know? So uh, it's one of those things where the movie itself is just geared for everybody. You don't have to sit there and uh, like shoot it just for kids or adults. I think it was a great blend of both things put into one. And uh, the original Super Mario movie was absolutely bonkers. And it, it was a good premise, but they screwed it up yeah. royally. It was basically New York. Like People don't realize like small things. Like it, when uh, Coop is like spinning the globe, whatever not, if you notice, it's literally a mirror image of Manhattan, the Twin Towers and everything. And it's it's like, whoa, wow, okay, so he's going to New York. Um, Iggy and Spike are in it, his kids, but yeah. they're not his kids. For some odd reason, they decided to change the script and make them just relatives and their cousins. Like, yeah. that's one of the things I feel like the movie kind of like just missed a note on. You know, if you said, oh, his kids or whatever not. And if you had yeah. maybe pictures of his kids in the background, oh, the other Koopa kids, who are also, people don't know this, little trivia fact. You, do you know that all the Koopa kids are after named after a famous musician? No, I didn't know that. Yes. In the, oh. the, the American version, I believe, all the, uh, what's it called? I know Iggy is Iggy Pop. Uh, Morton is, oh, I can't remember all their names now that I'm, I'm out here. Uh, I got to write it down and send it to you guys. We'll have it on next time. I'll, I'll talk about it. All yeah, yeah I, 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 it was one of my favorite movies, and one of my favorite video games was Super Mario 3. Of it was, course, yeah. It was one of the yeah. best ones because... And uh, because of basically like just the gameplay itself, like yeah. you ha you actually fight different versions of small Bowser, which people like. Th this is debate whether they're his kids or not, and I'm like, that's weird. This they look like his kids, yeah. You know, and, but apparently there's a rumor going around that uh, only Koopa Junior is his kid. The other ones are just other Koopas. Hmm. Weird. I don't know, but that's something I just heard. Don't I'm not trying to verify that or anything. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you ever hear about the original uh, plot? That um, all the Super Mario games are after one are a play. A play. Yes, it's all an act. It's all a movie afterwards. Because I'll, I'll I'll throw it to you. Ready? What? Yeah. The super, first Super Mario, he rescues uh, the uh, the princess from the castle, right? Yeah. Super Mario Two, it's supposed to be a dream. Because mm -hmm. remember, he's sleeping at the end, and he wakes up. Oh crap! Super Mario Three, what happens? The curtain rises. Yeah. Ah. Holy shit! It's supposed to be a set. That's what everything's supposed to be. Crazy, right? That is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Never put that together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's something that I, I uh, pieced together when I was not a child, but I was a little bit older. I was like, wait, this is... And then if you ever played uh, Super Mario 64, right? I was just yeah. going to bring yeah. that up. I think that is the best Super Mario made that is That is because of technology. I feel like just the runaround yeah. process, the open world, it was great. What if I told you that in that video game, you're watching it from King Koopa watching Mario go through the whole entire uh, scenario of what he is yeah. because uh, Lakito is actually taping everything. Yeah. Every time he dies, you hear him. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, yeah. You can, also, you can also see it if you pan the camera the right way. Wait. You can see him watching you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. It's no, the, yeah. Everything is, because when it cuts, it's actually supposed to be uh, uh, another Lakito picking it up. Yeah. Right? Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. Little Super Mario trivia for people. <laughs> So yeah, I, I always wonder like, why is he always laughing every time I die? Like it's like the, and then I realize, oh crap, he's sitting there watching you yeah. through the camera, and it's Bowser. So you get to the last level, you're watching 
the actual live feed and Bowser's, you, when you die, you don't hear Bowser laugh. Yeah. Mm. But I do have to say, like, fast forwarding to like the latest Super Mario movies, Jack Black is everything. Oh, Jack Black. Jack Black, yeah. Black is peaches, everything. Peaches, 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 peaches. Everything. Oh, they made man. that whole entire movie. I loved it just because of him. Like, yes. honestly. Um, it was awesome watching him just be completely evil and then being like a sensitive side, yeah. which <laughs> I love to death. Um, again, but uh, it's you could I could I could talk about that movie for hours. We only have a little bit of time left because oh my god, this is going fast. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many more topics to talk I mean, about. Time literally yeah. flies. Yes, yeah, no, really. So uh, the other movie I want to talk about. Well, going back to the original topic because we got way off track on that <laughs> was the fact that like I feel like the. New Super Mario learned from the other Super Mario's mistakes, right? Yes. yes. Unfortunately, there are movies that did not. First Mortal Kombat movie, it is art to me. It's a shame it did not win an Oscar. I literally love that movie. Oh, and, and the best part is like there's so many things that are technically wrong about the movie, and yeah. they added into it, but it's still absolutely yeah, beautiful. Still yes. Like Liu Kang's brother dies, and then he goes on a revenge quest. Okay, we all ate it up. Not a problem. Mm -hmm. Shang Tsung's supposed to be really old. Doesn't. He's like middle-aged, right? <laughs> That's works. cool. Still, still works. works. Still works, right? Fatalities. <laughs> People don't realize this, but the movie was, I think the movie was like actually rated PG. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was rated PG-13. Yeah, it was rated PG-13. And the thing is that um, they couldn't really do that many fatalities besides someone's getting their soul sucked out or mm -hmm. like just getting their neck snapped or something stupid like that. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, Sonya Blade snaps his neck off camera so you don't see, you don't see a human being die for that PG-13 <laughs> rating. The, who's the one, you know who the one person was who got murdered in that movie? Scorpion. Yeah. Got yeah. his head cut, body slashed, arm cut with a spear, yeah. right? Man, poor guy. Do you know why? Because <laughs> it was a dummy. It was a dummy. They didn't. He didn't have a human form. He had a yeah. head, a, a skeleton head. So technically, they were able to get away with it. Just like in the old Ninja Turtles uh, episode uh, cartoons. Remember? Yeah. Why was Leonardo having swords if he never really stabbed anybody? What they made the foot soldiers? Robots. Yeah. Robots. That's how they got away with ratings back in the day. So yeah, the Mortal Kombat movie, first one, absolutely amazing. The fight scenes were not even like anything extravagant. They were maybe about like literally less than a minute or two minutes yeah. tops. Um, every, I think everyone saw that movie as a child and just absolutely went bats when yeah. Reptile came out, right? <laughs> when Reptile came out, it was like, oh! The action, and it's it's so chef kiss because when, <laughs> when um, what's it called comes out, uh, uh, in the game, he was actually a hidden character. People yes. never really knew, yeah. knew knew about that back in then. It was like, oh, Reptile was a hidden character in the game? Yep, yeah. yes, he was. So now he's a hidden character in the movie. Ha-ha, mm -hmm. symbolism. <laughs> Can we also just talk about the score of that movie? Oh, my God, the, the soundtrack was oh amazing. Fear Factor, Zero Signal for that fight scene. Yeah. I still, I have it on my I have it on my uh, phone right now. Of I listen to that at the gym. Yeah, and that Mortal Kombat theme. Is just Mortal Kombat, you can't, that is a classic theme. Everything brought that movie together. 100%. Now, the new one that came out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Big steaming pile of doll crap. You, you saw it, right, Susie? You saw it. I saw it. How bad was it? So I'm entertained pretty easily. It yes. was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm entertained pretty easily. <laughs> what, what about you, RJ? 
I just think the biggest issue was why introduce a new character when you have this whole entire plethora of stories of all these other characters yeah. exactly. that you could have made a movie about. Why have a yeah. brand new character? It made no sense to me. And the actor who played Colt, don't get me wrong, he's a good martial artist and everything like that. A little rough to watch, read lines, but uh, yeah, I mean, there was no reason for Cole in his golden armor. You know what I mean? Mm. If they had Luke Kang in his spot, I think the movie would have done fine. Not exactly the levels of the first movie, but I just think that they just missed everything about that movie. Goro was sick. Don't get me wrong. Goro was absolutely amazing. Uh, I think uh, Liu Kang was a little off on the casting. Like, he, I didn't really believe he was what's it called. The fatalities were awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, every time someone died, I was like, okay, I'm happy to see this now. Yeah. You know, that was like literally the saving grace of that movie was the fact when, like, he got his soul sucked out of his body and then Renku was in it yeah. for some reason. It was, uh, what's his name, the wrestler? Uh, uh, Nathan Jones was a wrestler. He had, like, a hammer. It was, Ridiculous. You know, I had so much faith in that movie oh. in the very beginning because that Sub-Zero and yes. Scorpion fight in the beginning, I was like, okay, this could go somewhere. The and actor then. who played him was absolutely amazing, was fantastic. And uh, the same character who played Sub-Zero, the saving grace of that movie. And I want to like go on record to say I highly appreciate the work that they put into that film, but man, did they butcher that movie just plot-wise. What about you? I wasn't really the biggest fan of it, honestly. Like yeah. I, I looked like the original one, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. Solid. Hey, 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 we don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was my next point, okay? Oh. <laughs> that was my next topic was the fact that, hey, listen, they did great on the first one, but whoever's in charge of the second one, uh, I hope you're living on the streets right now, yeah. not touching anything with film, okay? Because that movie was horrific. Johnny Cage dying in the first, like, minute of the movie. Yeah. I mean, Bridget Wilson. True story. Do people know this? That um, you know who's supposed to play Sonya Blade originally? Mm. Uh, Cameron Diaz, right? Yes, no Cameron way. Diaz. Do you know why she stopped? Because she hurt her wrist while training for the movie, yeah. and then at the last minute, Bridget Wilson played her. Because wow. wow. Also, Bridget Wilson was actually just getting done with Billy Madison, and then sat there and finished the movie. They flew her out from the same night to start shooting on Mortal Kombat. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So Bridget Wilson, who uh, was also in Billy Madison, great actress, beautiful, beautiful blonde woman in that yeah. movie. Uh, it was funny because like you watch her fight scenes, and she's—I mean, she did a great job. She's you know, but it was like it was like watching her just like crap, 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 crap. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she literally like took one combat class, like she was doing Billy Madison's. Like I'm sitting here supposed to be with Adam Sandler, and now I got to fight this like guy <laughs> in the sand with a fake eye, you know, like oh, the Kano fight, exactly yeah. the Kano fight. She snapped his neck, and it was just like. She had some, uh, the, the dialogue in that movie, too, was actually really, really good. I got to admit, like, the jokes in between them. <laughs> I'm still sad it wasn't Cameron Diaz. Oh. <laughs> I mentioned Cameron Diaz in that movie, no, right? Me. Honestly, I can't picture her doing that. Oh, right? I want to. <laughs> I want to. I would love to see it. Bring it back. Cameron, get in, get in the outfit. Let's go. Uh, so the other movie I want to bring up is. Oh, God. This is, like, half-loved, half-hated Street Fighter. Horrible. <laughs> what do you think, Street Fighter? Uh, so I thought it was entertaining. There you um, go. But again, it wasn't one of my favorite films. But I thought it was entertaining. Street Fighter. So I'm pretty sure they got the movie wrong. I thought they were trying to do like GI Joe instead. That's what exactly what's my point. I bring up to everybody when it comes to uh, the Street Fighter movie. It was literally GI Joe. I like uh, one thing I never understood about the movie was it was called the A N instead of the U N. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it was like. Is it trademark? You That's what I'm saying. I'm like, does the UN gonna come and like sue somebody? <laughs> I mean, it is America, so probably. I'm like the UN versus Colonel Guile, you know, in court. Yeah. It's like he's he's making confusion in the market right now. The UN, you know, like I never understood that. Like it was stupid things. Like 
So obviously everyone, everybody played Street Fighter, right? Yes. Who are the big fan? Who are the big bad four people in Street Fighter Two? And Bison, Balrog, uh, Vega, and one more Sagat. Yes. Why the hell's Bul- uh, Balrog a freaking camera guy? Oh yeah, he was a good guy. In the Here's movie a good too. guy. He was a good I guy. never understood that. I could never in my life understand why that happened. And like Ehan is like a camera guy. Oh, you got to pigeonhole people in the roles. Mm-hmm. I get it. They need something, but. Like, everything about that movie was just absolutely wrong. Yeah. Like, absolutely 100% wrong. Like, first of all, Sagat, right? I love the actor. The actor's amazing. He was yeah. in, um, what was it, uh, Last of the Mohicans. Mm-hmm. He actually was up for an Oscar a couple of years ago. Uh, but he played Sagat, and it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats Raul Julia as Bison. Nothing. Nothing. That is one of the perfect castings. That's up there to me, just like uh, Professor X is played by Sir Patrick Stewart, yeah. you know? Uh, Hugh Jackman played by Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Deadpool played by uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. You know, yeah. like it's one of those classic. <laughs> and I didn't even answer that. Noise stuff. I'm moy smart. <laughs> yes. So that's one thing that always brings out my nerdiness is like these perfect castings and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, with Street Fighter, I felt like first of all, one of the hottest women to ever be in. I swear, she's so hot. Kylie Minogue, who played Cammy. Yes. She's an Australian singer and mm-hmm. famous over there. And then she's in this movie. I didn't know jack about it. I was like, oh, this woman's pretty cute, you know? And then next thing you know, you go and research her and you're yeah. like, wait, what? She had like multiple hits after- Super huge that, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, super huge in the UK, super huge overseas. And then you'll- here too? She had that one song, Can't Get Your Head Around You. Yeah. Oh, can't get my head yeah, around, around you. I think it's Can't Get You Out of My Head. Yeah, I can't get you out of my- Something like that. She had one hit. She had one hit. Yeah, but that was, it's crazy. Like, but everything else I feel like they missed the mark on. Ryu and Ken, I'm sorry. It's horrible. They, they, they were too Americanized. Not even Americanized, they're weapons dealers. I'm yeah. like, that was the original story of Street Fighter. I mean, Street Fighter has always had like a convoluted story, mm-hmm. which I never really kind of like, which people don't really kind of follow. Yeah. But it, here's the thing. The, the original Street Fighter story is that Ryu's trying to sit there and become the best fighter in the world in Mortal Kombat 1, which can't, I'm uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter 1. Street Fighter 1, we'll cut that out in editing. Yeah. <laughs> Street Fighter 1, uh, what's it called? It's him, Ken, and a whole bunch of other characters uh, who came back in Alpha, Who, um, which the whole entire timeline is absolutely skewed too as well. So uh, it's really him yeah. just trying to be the best fighter in the world. Yeah. So for some odd reason, they thought, eh, let's make him arms dealers. But they're like stealing from arms dealers. And it's really weird because like that whole story should have been the main plot of the movie. Street Fighter, the animated movie. Great movie. Great movie. I love it. Great. You've seen yes. that, right? Well, the anim- I think the animations are some of the best. Yeah, because that is exactly what the I was looking for when I heard about this movie. Mm-hmm. I knew Jean-Claude Van Damme was going to play as Guile. Of course, I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. But that role still could have been played, you know? Like, he still could have done that stuff with right. Chung Lee versus Vega. Like, they're sitting mm-hmm. there... There's no martial arts competition. There's no martial arts competition. Which I'm going to bring up is the same exact thing that I disliked about the Mortal Kombat movie that came out a couple years ago because there was no tournament. Except for like the very, very end. It was so obscure. But at the same time, it was like, why? Right. Why? Why Why? Why, why do you not just focus on the main story? Because yeah. that's what people come to see. Which I want to bring up next is my major pet peeve, <sighs> the MCU. Now, I love it. I, I'm a huge Marvel nerd. I've said this before in our le- previous <laughs> podcast. What are you guys' levels on on uh, Marvel? How do you think about it? Low. You're an encyclopedia. You know way too much. <laughs> Your factoid predictions, everything. Like My predictions not- are pretty freaking solid. When Endgame came out, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I know, toot, I know. toot. Yeah. All, right? <laughs> All right? I was dead. Because there was so many things that they hinted on, like yeah. Captain America picking up Nomir. Uh There was so many things that they talked about. And I want to go over a couple things, right? So, one. 
Um, the callbacks were absolutely amazing in that movie. But the one thing I will talk about that another time, but I want to talk about one thing that again, we're going off um, things that could have been better with the MCU in that movie was that I love Thanos to death. He's one of my favorite villains up there with Dr. Doom and uh, Galactus and Magneto. But the thing was that, I don't know, maybe it's because of the rating because of Disney, they couldn't bring in death. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, it was for kids. I get it. But yeah. at the same time, it was like, they brought up Eternity. They brought up everything. Remember in Guardians of the Galaxy where the power gem, I hate saying stones, so don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> the power gem was brought up and it was literally in the middle of the icon. If you see it, you see uh, Infinity, you see uh, all the other major Marvel co uh, constructs that bring up the universe and death was supposed to be one of them. And um, I feel like they just took that story away, which would have made Thanos a million times better. The The new thing that comic books movies like to do is they like to make, except for Darkseid. Darkseid... <sighs> <laughs> Talk about like diamonds that. in a bag of crap. Um, <laughs> Darkseid was pure evil, and he always has been. But here's the thing. People don't seem to... I, people do kind of like latch onto these characters when they have like a little bit of good in them. Thanos was trying to do something good. Oh, uh, people are starving, so I'm going to fix it by murdering half the universe. No. <laughs> Population control. Population control, right? Yep. But here's the thing. The, the problem was for me that uh, Thanos really didn't... Um, didn't come alive as that movie character because Thanos is supposed to be a wrecking machine when it comes to life. He'll look at two people and just go, murdered for no reason. That's what's supposed to be. And the fact that they took that away from his character and he made him into like, I'm trying to help everyone. Why is everyone trying to fight me? Kind of like diluted. Diluted. And I hate that, like, we have to give the bad guy a redeeming quality. Listen, some of the best villains in the world have always been the most evil. I want to destroy. I want to rule characters in the world. And I think the world, I think entertainment needs that more. Because it, it sounds bad, but I feel like that makes the hero so much better. Perfect example, Heath Ledger is a joker. Heath Ledger is a joker. He Perfect did, example. he had a pile of money. The guy could retire, sit there, bought a house in Maui, got a, you know, a little plastic surgery done, had a great time, but no, he decided to burn billions of dollars. It's insane. <laughs> you know, like that that's the perfect villain right there. And Heath Ledger did such an amazing job, you know, big respects to him. Incredible, incredible, because I mean, that's also the director, the writers, everybody behind the scenes that made that character go, I'm gonna destroy Everybody on those two boats, remember? On the two ferries going, yes. you know? So wish they did that a little bit more, you know, when I'm trying to go to the city for stuff, you know? I do think, um, and I always say his name wrong, but Hakeem Phoenix? Joaquin, I, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, Joaquin. Yeah. Um, I do think he, although nobody can ever replace Heath Ledger, yes. I do think he did some justice. I think yes. that movie was fantastic, and I think that he played the character really, really well. Very well. Kind of honor Heath Ledger. Very well, and I, I, I think that was the better interpretation of the Joker, because I always say, like, the Joker always has on film, different prisms, if you will, like where people have emulated a certain aspect of the Joker's personality. Like, yeah. for instance, uh, Jack Nicholson, the gangster. Mm -hmm. The gangster version of the Joker has always been the most iconic with, Heath, uh, with him because he sat there and he played the mob boss, the guy who sits there and uh, who's like organized crime. He has the thugs. He has all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger, the anarchist, hands down, chaos, thrown out there in the world and let's see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wherever the, wherever the pieces lay, I'm going to mess with those pieces too. And mm -hmm. he didn't care about his own well-being. He sat there and made the world around him chaotic. And that was the most beautiful thing about that role. I feel like that nailed that personality 100%. Yeah. The cartoon version of the Joker, right? 
Mark Hamill. Mark yeah. Hamill. Beautiful voice. Absolutely great job doing it. You know why? Really? He played the supervillain. Yeah, you never like, knew what? that? No, I didn't know that. What you talking about? Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill? Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. He did the... Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you didn't know that. Wow. Dude, he did an amazing, amazing job. Oh. He also did the voice of Arkham Joker, right? Yes. Yes, he did the voice of Arkham Joker, and he was the, the, the classic villain. The, vil- the 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 super villain, if you will. Yeah. He did the schemes. He did the plots. He got beat. He came back. And mm-hmm. That was a beautiful construct that he put together for that character and the directors and crew of everyone for that show. Now, Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero, the Joker from the 1960s. The clown. Yeah. He played exactly the clown. Batman. You know what I mean? True story. Little mustache. Get in here for this one. A little bit of mustache trivia for everyone. Do you know that they offered him the part and he refused to take it because they wanted him to shave his mustache. So if you ever watch that, go back and look above his lip. There is a white painted mustache. I love that. Exactly. So with that, I honestly think that uh, the next one is a little bit more controversial. Jared Leto. (laughs) He, I don't think people respected his version of the Joker because there was no aspect of the Joker that he really was. Now, the rumor is he was supposed to be uh, Dick Grayson who got his ass kicked and turned into Joker by another Joker. When you do diluting things like that, I feel like the, you lose the crowd. There's yeah. some things, like I said before, and like there's certain things that you change around that make sense. Like Liu Kang losing his brother, he went after Shang Tsung, that made sense. You know, but when you have the grill, the tattoos, and all this other stuff, I feel like you just took the character, tried making him into something else, and it fell completely flat. Yeah, he was he was in a tuxedo. I feel like you tried being a superhero uh, supervillain version, and that didn't work out well. I think so. it was just also in the movie too. Suicide Squad. Yeah. was just a mess. Even though I, apparently yeah. it was like Chris Ayer did that movie, he's trying to get off uh, his own director's cut now. Just like what's <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Zack Snyder. Snyder. Now, hear me out. I'm going to say this. This is going to end the topic. I love the Suicide Squad first movie. Loved it to death. It was one of the best DC movies ever, and it was great. <laughs> really? Yes. No, the Suicide Squad yeah. is a good movie. No, no. The, the second one, I didn't like. You didn't like the second one? I didn't like the second one. I like the second one better than the first one. Yeah. I like the first one better than the second one. You know why? Because the first one was true to the comics, and I feel like the characters went on a great journey. Sorry, I lied. This is not the end of the topic. But I think that was the best version ever. I saw the second one. Man, I'm telling you, again, I'm a comic nerd. I felt like the first one, the bar scene was perfect. I feel like the characters in it were perfect, except there was there was flaws. Obviously, Joker. I did not like uh, Killer Croc, because Killer Croc's supposed to be this monster of an individual. So you could have CGI'd it to hell. I'm okay with that, you know? But at the same time, it would have been great. Um... So I gotta have you guys back on again next time because we're running out of time soon. Let's but do I, it. so I'm gonna we're, gonna we're gonna go with a couple of quick little things. Ready? So I want to see uh, what are you guys watching now? Give me something on Netflix that you're watching now. Uh, on Apple Apple TV. I'm doing, anything, anything. I'm doing Masters of the Air, um, the new show by the guys who did Band of Brothers and The Pacific. Okay. Nice. All right. What are you watching right now? I just finished Dope Sick, um, and I loved it. It's on Hulu. I loved every second of it. It's a a limited series, so it's just one season, um, and it's about, you know, people getting hooked on drugs and how serious it is, and it's just, uh, it's an unbelievable show. Give me another thing that you're watching. Give me two. Um... 
Handmaid's Tale. I actually just oh, went wow. back. Well, I'm um, I'm late to the party. It's okay. You showed up. You're like I a, showed you're up. You know what? I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're ready for this joke? You're a period. You're late, but thank God you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went back. I'm actually watching The 100, which is an old show. That's and, a good show. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. I'm on season two. Bridgerton, nice. by the way, is the best show ever. And I cannot oh, yeah. wait for season four to come out. You want to hear something about Bridgerton? Babe, s- s- tell, tell them what happened with Bridgerton when we watched it. I watched one episode. Tell her what happened. Remember? The remember best show the, ever. That's a movie about the girl with the secret book or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah say it in the mic. You got to say it in the mic. I want you to say <laughs> it on Lady, camera. Lady come here, 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 come here. Ready it Watch. I watched one episode, right? And the literally, I think like the first scene. He predicted it before it even happened. I figured <laughs> out who it was by watching literally like the first t- 20 minutes of the movie. And I was like, oh, she's the girl who does it. And. I was like, I went to work. She oh. ba- she binge watched the whole entire thing, because yep. you watched like a little bit of it, and I was like trying to. I was like, all right, what was what's going on? And then we tr- you rewatched like the first episode with me. You're like, let's watch it, and we watched the first episode. And I was like, oh, that's her. She has to be it because she's writing in a book. And women right then did it right. This is why whenever new movie new movies come out and you watch them before I do, I avoid it. <laughs> so always spoil predictions. Like if you don't watch it within like four or five days, like. True story. I have something uh, my friends actually put out. It was called the 2008 Spoiler Chords. I'm not allowed to talk about movies for the first 48 hours yep. because I sit there and run with it. Uh, Daryl, two things that you're watching right now. Uh, probably Suits, which I love, and okay. uh, all the Law and Orders. I can watch those on VPU. Are you going back to like, are you going like way, way, way back? Or are you watching like just the SVUs? Everything. SVUs. Everything. You can put, wow. It's like one of those shows you can put on randomly any yeah. episode, any season, and just thoroughly enjoy it. All right. Uh, what's it called? I'm watching, we just finished watching uh, something really good on Netflix. Scott Pilgrim uh, Takes Off. It was a great show. Right. I don't know if you guys ever saw the Scott Pilgrim movie or the books. Of course. Or and uh, the game. Exactly. The yeah. comics. It's it's great. And the yeah. video games are always great. Uh, the side scroller, it's, it's, it's such nerd nostalgia which I absolutely love um, that's one thing that we're watching what was that other show that we're watching we watched something else the other day you put it on words English speak I'm sorry, Netflix on the phone. I just want to Start say scrolling. the next season of Bridgerton is about Penelope and she is the best character just <laughs> what was it we- oh damn yeah Oh, what if? Oh, what yeah, if? yeah. We just okay. we just finished one. What if we're a little late to the party with that? Uh, so we'll talk about Marvel next time because I actually have a couple things to pick about it. But ladies and gentlemen, that's it for episode number two. Let's All do it right. up for our crew. Let's go, Mandy, my wife, RJ, Susie, and Daryl. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on episode three. Woo! Yeah. We did it. That's the radio. We did it. Yeah. That was awesome. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. My man Steve 